This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of the iPodcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and special thank you to our sponsors, Sphere Rocket VA, for making another episode possible. And David, welcome to the show. I was saying thanks for having me. And then now I want I want to talk to Sphere Rocket. Man, that was a great intro. Yeah, they're really cool. And um, actually, for being part of the Icon podcast, if you do talk to them and you end up going through with it, you get a steep discount for being part of the show. So we'll send you details after. I thought it was either that or I sponsoring a kid in Africa. One of the two. Okay. So. That, fair enough. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll get that uh, sorted out at the end here, David, but that's awesome. Welcome to the show. Excited to have you. And, you know, I guess the best way to get to know you is to start at the beginning. Who is David? Where are you from? And how did you find yourself a real estate agent? Well, so I had kind of a, a crazy path to real estate. I So I started out... Um, in my, I was, I went in the Marine Corps and then I got out of the Marine Corps and I figured, uh, that wasn't crazy enough. So then I became an iron worker. And then as I was an iron worker, I realized working outside and almost dying every day just to build a building was pretty stupid. And so then I saw some people doing real estate and it was like, that's pretty interesting. Um, went that was, that was 12 years ago. Um, and went, took the course, uh, passed the test and then started, uh, my real estate journey in 2009, which everybody knows was like the the kind of the dumbest time to start in real estate. I mean, it was, <laughs> you know, but I hear a lot of it. people start then. So you're not the only one. A lot of icons did start then. It was dumb, but here you are. I, I think it's because we learned through the, the, the hard knocks, right? Like it wasn't easy. Then. You had to work, you had to grind. You it, Not everybody could buy a house and um, you end up showing 20, 30 houses to, to people in over two or three days. So, um, but I'm in Washington state. Uh, I have a, a small team now, of, uh, I have three buyers agents and, um, staff and yeah, we're in Pearson King, Thurston County, also in Mason and Kitsap. Okay, cool. Yeah. What a journey to real estate you've had. And, uh, you know, bet you're glad you're here all these years later and uh, not in a recession and in a really crazy time for real estate. So, David, you know, tell me, was EXP your first brokerage or how was EXP introduced to you? What made you make that leap of faith? So I came to EXP. So let me tell first I was with Keller. Well, very first I was with a small brokerage for like two months, the, the one that trained me. And I realized I was going nowhere. So what did I do? Hey, everybody's going to Keller. Let's go to Keller. Uh, so I went to Keller Williams, uh, loved it, learned a lot. I started teaching classes probably three months in, three, four months in. I was teaching how to call expireds. And um, I, just, I really learned that I'm pretty good at this real estate thing. And then I had some things happen in my life where I had to take a step back from, I, I didn't necessarily do real estate full time. I still did real estate, 
but I took also another sales job. Um, I actually ended up getting full custody of my children and stuff like that. That's a whole nother story. But so I had to do two things at once. So I continued doing real estate and then I worked this other job uh, and I did that for a couple of years. And I realized this is this is silly. Let me just go back into, into real estate full time. I was still selling houses and it was just becoming even more complicated to do both. So I jumped back in and I went to a little boutique brokerage uh, when I did that by the name of First Point Real Estate. It's just a here one office local and uh, started excelling, became the number one agent in that office. Uh, you know, it, it, I did that for about two or three years there. And I said, um, I want to grow, I want to grow a team. And I, I said, all right, I want to grow a team. But also, like, I, I met with a guy by the name of Andrew Denton. He's a guy from, from Australia. And he was he's a big business owner, big property developer there. And I had a person, a one-on-one meeting here in the States with him. And he said, David, you got to, you know, what's your next step in, in your real estate journey? And it really got me thinking. And I said, oh, what is it? I said, oh. I could open a brokerage. That's obviously the next step. I've already got, I got an assistant, got a very small team. Uh, my next step is starting a brokerage. So I started exploring that. And I was, I was looking at uh, uh, Sotheby's. I was looking at John L. Scott, uh, a partnership in John L. Scott with somebody that already owned a few or a boutique. Those are, those are kind of the, the three that I narrowed it down to. And in the midst of that, you know, business planning, all that, um, I decided the boutique was the route for me. The, the the franchise fees and all that and the startup costs for these others were just astronomical. So I said, all right. So I started business planning and figuring out how much it's going to cost. And about $150,000, $200,000 investment to really get this thing off the ground and going over a couple of years. And But then my friend Luke Weaver came to me. And Luke goes, man, I see this thing. It's called EXP Realty. It's amazing. And at that point, EXP had about 8,000 agents, five, mm-hmm. five or 8,000, somewhere in there said, all right, all right, yeah, whatever. I'm starting my own brokerage. You're coming there, so shut up, you know. But he kept pursuing, and he kept looking at it, and he said, man, I'm going there. I will might come to you after you move, but I think you should take a look at this. So I, um, he got me on the phone uh, with Rob Flick. So Rob Flick talked to me on the phone, and that's when I started realizing, oh, let's look at this. And they talked about, you know, the – the recruiting part of it, right? Bringing agents over. So then I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. This is at least worth looking at. So I started looking at it. And what I saw was my, in my business plan, I had, I was going to bring on 25 agents to my brokerage and I was going to make, you know, whatever amount of money. I think it was 120,000 a year off the, off the agents, something like that. But, but at EXP, zero overhead, zero costs. I bring 50 agents over and I'm making the same amount of money. So I got to make a lot, I got to bring a lot more agents over, but I got zero overhead, zero risk and all that. And I go, well, then I go back to that conversation with Andrew Denton and I go, well, that really isn't my next step. I said, well, at EXP, I'm, I'm also an owner. Okay. Well then I kind of, I'm also an owner. So that kind of makes sense, but oh, and then I could start a team and I could just have a little bit bigger of a team. And it's almost like having your own brokerage. So I did that. I had a couple other conversations. I ended up, I met Glenn Sanford, um, at, um, an event in Bellevue, Washington, um, had some other conversations and, um, three years ago, January, three years ago, I made the jump over. So that was, that was a long winded explanation, but, but that's, that's how it happened. 
Well, welcome to EXP, and that's awesome. Uh, you know, we're, I'm sure you're glad to be here and not at your own brokerage with all that risk and liability when you can build the David brand here and you've got the bones and the brokerage and everything else to do it. You can build your own downline. It's just crazy. It's it's awesome, the opportunity that, you know, EXP provides to you. People have even shut down brokerages that they've started, their babies to come to EXP. So, you know, it's kind of exciting you didn't pour too much into that before making yeah. money. Uh, you did it the smart way. And I guess, David, my next question would be, you know, you saw what EXP had, the bones and everything. You're like, well, hell, I'm just going to go there. So what makes you say, I'm never leaving EXP? <laughs> uh, so I've been recruited. Like, I've been recruited my entire career. But I've been oh. recruited since I'm, I've been at EXP. And I'm like... I will always take a call from a high level person. I will always give them my time because I can probably learn from them and I don't want to burn bridges. I don't want to tell them like, for lack of a better term, screw you, I'm not talking to you. So I will give them uh, the time of day. Uh, there's there's an agent around here. She owns multiple Keller Williams and it's Pam Ranch. And I will always um, give her time because um, she gave time to me. And there's some, so Compass has come after me and, and Compass came hard like compass i don't know if i'm probably allowed to say it they threw money at me okay yeah. so <laughs> and i i i have so much invested at exp i get uh revenue share from other people that are brought to the company i'd have to say goodbye to that that's just mm -hmm. why would i and then i have a large amount of stock uh, from them where I've gotten stock awards for being an icon. I've gotten stock awards for my first closing for bringing people to EXP and their first closing. You just get all these stock awards and they're starting to vest. Mm -hmm. And I, I told, they, they were offering me a large amount of money. And I said, unless it's going to be somewhere near three quarters of a million dollars, it really makes no sense for me to walk away. It, yeah. There's like zero sense. And, and they, they, they were offering some stuff and they were offering some cash. And, and I just told them, I said, there's, there's, it's not going to work. So, that yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's why, why I stay. And I love, I absolutely love everything about it. Uh, I think moving to EXP was the number one best decision of my entire real estate career. Wow. Wow. Incredible. Life changing. That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, David, obviously you stay busy. Okay. So you're a dad, you're an icon agent. You know, I heard that you've got a team there that's talking to you, helping you keep your addresses straight. And, uh, you know, you got a lot going on. You're a busy guy. So that being said, you know, how do you take care of David? How do you make sure you're not on burnout mode and, you know, just that you're at your best trying to keep that work-life balance? Yeah, I, I would say I, I've hit burnout. Uh, probably it was a little over a year ago, uh, during COVID and I just was working, 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 working. And at the beginning of COVID, I just laid everyone off. I killed the team. I didn't know what was happening. I, everybody thought the world was burning down. Nobody knew what was happening. So I kind of shut the team down, uh, for a short period of time. It was about three, three, six months before we restarted back up. And in that time, I just grinded, just grind, 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 um, had a really good year, had best year ever last year and uh, hit the burnout. But I realized that vacations make me keep going. I learned that last year. So I always have a vacation on the books. I always have something to look forward to and, and a time to, to relax. Um, I've also learned that I have to delegate. I can't do I'm really good at a lot of things in real estate, uh, 
but other people are just as good and you can delegate things to them. So I have learned to, to delegate things and learned to put processes and procedures in because uh, you either have money or you have time. And sometimes it, 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 there's times where you can't have both, but if you can delegate, you can get your time back and still have money. Right. So with delegation, you can't have both. Yeah, that's smart. With delegation, you can have time and money, but you still got to work hard for both of them. And mm -hmm. I think that's great, David. That's great advice. And, you know, you said you were in Washington State. So mm -hmm. I'd like to take a minute to kind of talk about how you iconed there, right? So, like, what you're going to have to sell in Washington State is probably a little different than some of our icons have to sell in Alaska or, you know, a little difficult compared to, you know, what the icons in L.A. have to, what, sell, like, four five trillion dollar houses and you know they've hit it so you know i'd like to know what it looks like in your market to icon yeah. and what you took away from the icon award you know did you like the stock options the most or you know whatever you felt like maybe you even just like the award i don't know just yeah. the best takeaway from the icon award and how you give back right so were you a mentor are you somebody that vets other icons just yeah. the icon award through David's eyes. Yeah, so I'm a third award icon. Uh, I turn the camera, but then I can never get it back right. Um, they're <laughs> just sitting over there. They are pretty. Um, it's funny. My very first one is chipped because my um, my photographer was messing with them. So, uh, <laughs> so thanks. So You're grounded. Yeah, yeah. He sent me a cool picture that he took, so uh, made up for it. But uh, absolutely love it. So I've done it three times. I've done eye conversations, and I've done the vetting. Uh, I kind of chose the vetting because it was the easy way out. Um, and the, what it looks like for us to become icon here in Washington State, in my area, so I'm just south of Seattle, so we have a pretty high, a decent median in um, uh, home price here. So we're, we're right around that 500 mark, depending on what county or what area you're, you're in, uh, 500 to 600. Um, and so I have to sell about five or six personal houses uh, for the team. That means like 10, you know, so if I get into my buyer's agents, they sell 10. So I cap and then I sell those other 20 houses. I, I call it 21. It's not really 20 because your first one's a partial. So you cap and then you sell 21 houses and your icons. Uh, first year I did it, I did it uh, about a month before it ended and I, I sold an extra four above that. Um, and then the next year I made it and sold probably six or seven. Um, this last year I made it halfway through the year. I didn't even know how many over the 20 I sold. Um, but yeah, it was, it's a good feeling to know. Uh, there's no other company that I know of that if you were a producer, you get your cap back in stock. And so that's that was really exciting to me uh, when I was looking at it as a company. I'm like, well, I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be an icon. So I'm going to get my cat back in stock. So really, I essentially am working with for with no cap. Right. Um, you have to do a couple of things, like you were saying, your obligations. Uh, I enjoyed doing eye conversations the most. Uh, I think if you're at EXP and you're not going to, and you're, you're an individual independent agent and you're not going to eye conversations every Friday morning, you're wrong. You need to be going to it. You, you got, there's no other brokerage where you get four or five of the top agents producing across the country, sitting down, sharing their secrets. Yeah. Every Friday there's gold. 
I, I will turn that on in the background and listen and hear things and implement it in my business. There's always something you're going to hear. There's a script you're going to hear. There's a service you're going to hear about. There's a way to run your business. There's suggestions like work your sphere or your past clients continue to stay in contact with them. Like that's, that's something we, we, I hear almost at every single one of them. Um, so, and then the icon community, uh, has been amazing. Uh, if you're a producing agent, you're part of the icon community. There's a private face, uh, private workplace, which is part of Facebook kind of thing group. And, uh, that you you pass referrals i can pass referrals to other icon agents i don't have to worry about it being a brand new agent and them not knowing what they're doing it goes to another icon agent so the community is great yeah absolutely and you know those like you said those referrals they give you um you know a sense of reputation you know that they're going to get it done you know that you know your reputation is protected within that and i just think that that's really cool there's a lot of collaboration here and it's it really makes it worth it and you know, David, I'd like to know for the newbies watching, you know, if there was ever a time that maybe you missed icon or almost missed icon and or what you were thinking your first year when you came here, is icon even something achievable for a first year uh, newbie to EXP? So what's some advice? You know, what can they be looking out for? Is there something else they should be focusing on other than iconing on their first year? Let them have it. Be honest. Anything's possible. I'm going to say that the sky's the limit in real estate. It's how hard are you going to work? And then, and that's what you're going to get out of it. That, mm -hmm. so it is possible. There are plenty of people that first year in real estate, they've made on call. There's plenty of people. So don't count yourself out from doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say in your first year, learn as much as you can go to that. I conversations, listen to every class, do everything you can, and then find your lane and get really good at it. So at this point in my career, I have I have multiple lanes that I operate in, right? Mm -hmm. I have multiple lanes of business coming into into us, and but in the beginning, you can get a little bit like chasing chasing something amazing, chasing that golden goose, chasing this, chasing that. Find something you're good at and just stick with it and go, uh, and listen to others at, at EXP. Uh, they the collaboration is amazing and. You can get in there in EXP world and you can go to any class, learn about anything from the top people now at this point around the world uh, and just take your business to 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 a whole nother level. Uh, great thing for a new agent if you're coming to EXP is you have to be driven. Um, we're not going to come in there and say, I need you to do this. I'm not going to hold your hand and, and make you go to these classes. You have to go to them. And, but you have every opportunity in the world being here um, with some of the top agents from from around the world. So you've got to take initiative. You've got to go and do it. Anybody can. And then second, uh, pretty close to that would be get a coach. Get a coach. You can get a coach at any level. I have a coach. Um, you know, coaches at the beginning level, you can get for a little bit less. You can find another agent to maybe that might coach you. Um, and then as you move up and you move up and then coaches get more and more and more expensive. Uh, but they coach you and they hold you accountable. And and that would be, that's great. It's incredible. It's okay to lean into your mentors. And I stand by the fact forever and always that you must spend money to make money. Mm -hmm. If you want to get better, you have to spend money. Whether you want to get better in your personal life, you know, it's going to require probably hiring a therapist. If you want to get better in your professional life, you're probably going to need to hire a coach. I mean, those, these are just things that the best of the best do that. The best and the best invest in themselves and their mental health. They've invested in themselves in their business. They invest in themselves in their family life. 
Um, they should anyway in their family life. Those are three very important tiers to success and a well-rounded life. You know, I guess somebody who sees fiscal success over life success is a little different. You don't have to yeah. invest in your family, but whatever. Anybody operate if you want to be an icon. So just just if you want to be an icon, you have to start acting like people that are icons, right? And you look at anybody, whether it's it's an icon in 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 real estate in EXP, or you're an icon athlete, or you're you're an icon in business. I challenge you to find one icon level type person in any industry in any sport that doesn't have coaches. And in most cases, they're going to have multiple coaches. I just met Brent Go for the first time. Um, I believe it was Monday morning. Uh, this this last Monday morning, I met Brent. He actually came to our little town here and uh, was speaking. And he has a coach. And he doesn't produce real estate anymore. He doesn't sell real estate anymore. He only recruits. That's, that's what he does. But and he, and he mentors. Like, I don't want to say he only recruits. He does a ton. Uh, he gives a lot back. But he has a coach. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, now, yeah, Williams, who coaches, has a coach. Right. I guarantee you, Glenn Sanford has a coach. Right. Everybody, Kyle Whistle, like all these top people all have coaches. And mm -hmm. if you if you feel you've hit a ceiling, you've got to go get a coach. Uh, and, and like you said, even in your personal life, I have people that mentor into me in my personal life. I have I don't necessarily call them a coach, uh, but I have people that I look to for my family. I have people that, that have great families that I go to. And I'm like, hey, what kids are weird. Uh, and like so I got four kids and they're from 20 years old down to uh, four years old. So the large gap. Right. And one of them in the middle is special needs. And I got to go and talk to people and ask them to coach me through some stuff. So you don't you aren't alone. Go go get a coach. Absolutely. I agree. And, you know, lean into the free training that EXP gives you. Lean into, you've got, their tools are all laid out for you. You just have to pick them up and be ready to use them. And I think that's great advice, David. Yeah, we have success coaching now, which is tied to EXP. So I have one of those. Um, you can go on there. There's all different levels that you can get into. So if you're coming to EXP, we actually own Success Magazine, which has success coaching. Um, so we're, we're slowly taking over over the world. We're, we're like Amazon. We're just going to buy everything. Um, so uh, success coaching is owned by EXP. You're going to get a great rate by going to them when you're with us. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great piece of advice. You know, I've always had people say like, oh, do this, do that, find an accountability partner, but to actually send them somewhere, that was great. Um, David, and to bring us to our final question, because we're coming up on 25 minutes, this has been an awesome podcast. I would like to know, you know, to either yourself, those years ago, looking from the outside in at EXP, seeing the greener grass and hearing things like, oh, they're a cult, oh, they're a pyramid scheme, don't make the jump, don't drink the Kool-Aid. You know, what would you have to say to yourself or, you know, somebody watching right now that's on the fence about EXP? Yeah, two things. I wish I would have seen it sooner. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have moved over sooner. And I wish I would have recruited people sooner. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm not a big recruiter. I, people come to me and ask me questions about it. I don't go out too much. Mm -hmm. um, I might, I might, somebody may ask me questions or I might say, hey, you should look at it. And, and I'll maybe send them something on, on the company. Uh, but I wish I would have come over sooner. And, um, I mean, I came when they had, I think they, they just hit 10,000 agents within the first couple of months of me coming over. Mm -hmm. 
we are at 77, 78,000 agents now worldwide. Like I, why didn't I tap into that? Why didn't I get 1% of that or, or a half a percent of that, right? Of that growth. So I wish I would have came over sooner. I wish I were recruited. Uh, and anybody looking at it and you're on the fence, all the top people have come over here. It makes no sense not to. Uh, I just heard from other people in the industry. They think that in the next, I can't remember if they said it was five years, uh, maybe in five years, they think we're going to be at half a million agents, 500,000 agents. Uh, well, I will say it makes no sense to be at any other brokerage, especially if you're a producing agent. If you're a producing agent, just go to EXP, give it a try, sit with it for six months. I hate change. Uh, I, I'm learning that I need to embrace change. Um, so it's there the is the only thing in life that doesn't change is that there will be change. I know. I know. It's so ironic. <laughs> I gotta get used to it. So, um, make the change, look at it, do it for six months. I guarantee you won't regret it. I haven't met anybody that hasn't enjoyed being at this company. I love that. No, you're so right. I haven't either. And you know, I heard one icon say that somebody felt like, you know, when they, they left EXP because they felt like they didn't get enough support. And that's the thing, you know, you are going to have so much support out at EXP, but nobody's yeah. going to pounce on you. You have to be a self-starter. You have to be an entrepreneurial mind to be here at EXP and the world will be yours. But yeah. you have to be willing to say, hey, I've got a question. I need help. Mm -hmm. just, walk just walk in. Look at our training calendar. <laughs> Nobody has a training calendar like we do. No brokerage has a training calendar. Like Facebook groups, avatars that you can work with. I mean, it's yeah. insane. It's insane. There's probably so, 50 or 60 classes today that you can go to. You're right. A hundred percent. And it's like, get in there, get better. There's just no excuses. And, yeah. and come on over to EXP. If you have any questions, ask David. Get together with yeah. him. And even if you're not in Washington State, I don't care. You could be in New York. You could be on the exact opposite side. And yeah, if you're in multiple, if you're, if you're licensed in multiple states, I'm just going to say it. You're dumb if you're not with EXP. You have mm -hmm. one brokerage, one cap. That's mm -hmm. it. No matter how many states, you can be in 16 states. Yep. Chef's kiss. Like, EXP yeah. is a life hack. They've got it all. If you want to succeed and you want to kill it, just come, come join us for a couple months and uh, you can always go back to your old brokerage, but I bet you won't want to. They'll let you back. Every brokerage wants you. Of course. <laughs> it's yeah. a numbers game. Totally. But the numbers work best in your favor. Put them down. Make it's agent-centric. Put them down. Agent-centric broker is the, the, the only one that's agent-centric. And once you see it, you cannot unsee it. Yep, that's true. Well, David, it's been an awesome episode with you today. Are you going to be at EXPCon or shareholders or both? I will for sure be at EXPCon. I might be at shareholders. It's across the country and it's on it's on an odd day this year, which doesn't necessarily work with my schedule. So we're literally, we were just looking at it yesterday. So I, I might be at EXP uh, at shareholders, but I will be at EXPCon. Cool. I'll be at both. So just let me know and we'll catch up. Yes, for sure. Look forward to meeting you in person. Yeah, me too. Sounds good, David. David, thank you so much for your time today and we will talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.
This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Spear Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.